big words. Actually, Christianity is not about punishment. Christianity is not about God who sends us messages through earthquakes and wars and volcanoes when thousands and thousands of people die in order to say, repent. This is not our God. God does not send us such messages to wake us up, to have a better relationship with Him. If that was God of Christianity, and if that was God, I said to the young people, if that was the God of Jesus Christ, I don't want that God. God that was revealed by Jesus Christ is not the God of punishment. We see in this parable, it's exactly that. Jesus reveals a different aspect of God, of the heart of God. I want just to, to, to draw your attention that parables that Jesus tells are not, are not ethical stories. They are not stories that by the end of the story you say, Okay, what have we learned today from this Bible? No, that's Sandrea, yes. That is Snow White, yes. That is all the fairy tales and the folks at tales, yes. But the parables are not about ethical lessons. Parables are used by Jesus to draw us into what I call the culture of the Trinity the culture of God, the community of God, the heart, the passion of God. It's not about ethical lessons. This story is a tough story, Matthew tells us. The king brings that slave who owes the king in today's money like a hundred million dollars. So, even if that state had lived 10,000 times, would not be able to pay the king. So, and the normal thing for the king is to sell that slave and his family and his uh, possession in order to make a payment, a little payment, against his debt. So, the debt is huge. There is no way the slave can do anything to sort out that debt. So what does he do? He falls on his face and says to the king, Be patient with me, and I will pay. This is very important because the slave did not ask for forgiveness. The slave did not ask the king to cross the debt. He said, just be patient and I will pay. Does that remind you of something? Do you remember the prodigal son? When the prodigal son wanted to come back to his father, what did he say? I will ask my father to make me one of his servants to pay him 
what I took from him. So the prophetical son thought, I want to go back. The plan was originally for the prophetical son to go back and work for his father and pay what he took from the father and death and squandered. Here, the slave also said, patience, I will give you back your money. So, what did the father of the prodigal son do? He ran in, in the streets to meet the prodigal son. By the way, I come from the Middle East. I come from Syria where Jesus was born. Fathers don't run in the streets in Syria. It's very humiliating. This is against the culture. Mothers run. Because mothers are emotional. But St. Luke, when he told us about the prodigal son, about the, that wonderful family, he put the father of that prodigal son as the father and the mother. He humiliated himself. The father humiliated himself and ran in the street and won and fell on the neck of his son. And, and accepted. The son said to him, I have sinned against you and against heaven. Accept me as one of your... But he, did not, he dropped one thing from the original plan. In, in the face of such beautiful love that the father showed, he dropped the original plan of what? He could not say to the father, I will you, I will pay you back. He couldn't. He couldn't. When he saw his father running in the street and falling on his neck, he couldn't say, I will pay you back. What paid me back? I'm humiliating myself. I'm running to you. I'm falling on your neck. I'm kissing you. I'm accepting you. What more do you want? So the, 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 the son dropped that bit from the original plan. Here in the state, in this state, he said, give me time, I will pay you. And the king said, okay, out of my compassion, you are forgiven. The whole debt that you may give 10,000 times to, 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 to pay back is gone. In front of that love, we didn't see the slave jumping up and down and say, thank you, wonderful, that's amazing. No, he left and he saw another slave who owed him only a hundred million. Who could be there? And he cut to his throat and said, Pay it now, or I will imprison you. And he wrote it in the prison. Wait, before you judge that state, that state did not do anything wrong. That's justice. Right? The hundred denari is a debt, and the state has the right to get his money back. But why did Jesus call him the wicked? 
Not because he chose justice. No. Because he chose, he chose. At that point, suddenly, to seek justice in front of infinite love and compassion and forgiveness. So, it's our goal, it's our choice. God has forgiven us all the debts already. We have not done anything to earn it. We have not done and we will never do anything to earn it. Don't think that I will be a good Christian in order to earn the forgiveness. We don't. Whatever we do, we will never be worthy of the forgiveness. The forgiveness is given free to us through Christ. And if anything wrong or bad or disaster happened in your life, don't ever say, what did I do to, to, to earn that? Did I do something? Because of that, something bad happened to me. God doesn't do like this. Doesn't deal with us in this way. Life does, but not God. Life throws at us bad things and good things, happiness, sadness, tragedies, uh, wonderful memories. All that, all that belongs to our life, our brokenness. But God doesn't do that. We have to do nothing to earn God's love. We are loved. We are forgiven. God came, humiliated Himself, was crucified, the most shameful punishment He received. In that, at that time, crucifixion was one of the most shameful punishments. He was humiliated, like the prodigal son's father, running in the street. You just to tell us, I love you. You are forgiven. You don't have to do anything. You are loved. You are forgiven. We are loved. All that we need is to reflect that love, to share it with each other. Christianity, my, my friends, is not about my salvation. I am saved. I, I, I don't have to do anything. Christianity is the faith that seeks the other. That's all. Christianity is not about being good. Christianity is about sharing God's love with the other. When, when, when God wanted to share his love with us, he came to us. We were on his mind to teach us that to choose, do you want to be just? Okay. Let's be justice. Let's, let's play justice. Are we up to it with God? No. Well, the other option is compassion. The other option is love. The other option is to seek the other. To love the other. To give the other. To stretch my hand to the other. That is the whole point of Christianity. Otherwise, Christianity becomes only religion to, to practice some rituals. Christianity is not about that. Christianity is about 
opening up, receiving the free love, the free forgiveness, and then share it. Don't worry. We can't earn it. And we can never deserve it. We can only feel gratitude for that. And this gratitude we share to the other. That's all. That is the, the, the God of Jesus Christ. That is the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that shares with us himself so that we share our love, his love, with each other. That's it. That's all. Because of that, we need more to show each other that love, that compassion, and infinite forgiveness which surpasses all the understanding of the world out there that can never understand. The world can never understand our love that we receive from God. We can wonder the world, we can shock the world with our love for each other. And for the world. 